This is Dave Morris. Today I want to tell you about uh, some experience I've had with RSS feeds that are a little bit bent. Um, this hinges around the fact that I have written my own podcast management system, which I felt I needed because none of the available systems did exactly what I wanted. An old story, I know. So my system is based on Bash Podder from Link 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 Fessenden TLLTS. Uh, Bash Podder is a single Bash script which reads uh, a file of feeds, which are either RSS or Atom uh, feed URLs, that is, and parses them using XSLT to get the enclosure URLs. It filters these against a history file which is which contains a list of previously downloaded enclosures and then it downloads any that are new. So this method of doing things is pretty tolerant of badly formed feeds because it's XSLT is pretty tolerant and uh, it's just pulling out a particular element of the RSS. So I built a thing on top of this which uses Postgres a Postgres database to keep a lot of information about the feeds I'm subscribed to and then I know what's been downloaded and I use this to keep track of what I've listened to what's on what player, I've got several players and that sort of thing so I use this to delete episodes as I listen to them and I generate reports and all manner of weird stuff uh, an example of the weirdness is that it tells me that I'm currently subscribed to 84 feeds I do listen to a lot of podcasts I've got 98 episodes to listen to, which adds up to 3 days, 10 hours, 46 minutes and 35 seconds of listening time. So that should keep me quite busy. The, the database contains the results of parsing the feeds in quite a lot of detail. Um, and this parsing phase is intolerant of badly formed feeds. In the past year or so I've noticed the number of badly structured RSS feeds. Atom's not a problem, it's RSS that's the issue. And these have caused the script that does the parsing, which uses Perl, and a particular parsing module, it causes these to fail. Now you, having heard so far, you might wonder why I parse all my subscribed feeds twice. Well, it's one of these systems that's just grown over over the years. It's a bit reminiscent of some of uh, the Wallace and Gromit films, I always think. Some harebrained system like that. But anyway, it's it's a bit idiosyncratic. Um, but it's more specifically because I run BashPod, or the, the, my version of it, overnight on my server, which is running 24-7. And then I do the post-processing 
the post-processing part of it um, on the um, on the, my workstation where the database lives. Yeah, I know. One day I'm going to rewrite this stuff. So let me tell you a bit about the a couple of the feeds that have given me trouble. The first one is the Mintcast feed. Now, um, I've been listening to the Mintcast for a while, and during the time that I've been a subscriber, they've had a number of problems with their feed. Um, two real problems. One was that they were suffering from the duplication of episodes within the feed, sometimes with different URLs, which is quite puzzling. Um, this causes Bash Potter to download the the, the different versions. Um, they also suffered from mixing of MP3 and OG episodes in the same feed, even though they offered two different feeds. They were they were getting crosstalk between the two. Well, I emailed the Mintcast guys asking what was going on and offering any help that I could give, which wasn't any, in fact. Um, and they told me that the the problem was a WordPress bug, which, as far as I'm aware, has not yet been completely resolved. They have fixed the mixed audio issue, but not the duplication. So the feed still suffers from this problem, and what I've done is I've taken the, a copy of the, the feed and edited it right down to its bare bones, and um, it's available to view um, in the, the show notes for this episode in case you'd like to see what uh, what the structure of a, an RSS feed looks like if you've never seen one before. The other feed that gives me trouble, I've had others but most of them have, have been fixed, but the, the one that still remains is the feed belonging to another podcast called The Pod Delusion. They have an extra feed where they uh, have conference recordings and other things. And um, what they've done with the structure of this is that they've they've put together um, episodes which contain multiple enclosures because the episodes uh, maybe contain several recordings from a conference. So it's a perfectly logical thing to do Here's Conference X, here are um, talks A, B, and C, but RSS doesn't allow it. It's illegal. Well, maybe not illegal. It's it's uh, uh, something that many parsers don't know what to do with. So uh, it's not advisable. So I wrote to the people at the Pod Delusion pointing out this issue, um, and uh, they're going to look into it. I must say, it doesn't hit all of the uh, the podcatchers that I've messed around with but it certainly hits this the bash podder one and also my uh, my parser the database parser end of it and gpodder doesn't like it very much either so let's talk about solutions then um I've because people have not managed to resolve these things I've come up with local workarounds and the general principle I've used is to write small Perl scripts to do feed rationalization before they're fed to my um, podcatcher. I've got a script per feed at the moment because the two problems are different in, in, in many ways. 
and it's just easier to write two scripts rather than one generic one. So what the scripts do is that they run on my server and they run uh, from a cron job which uh, is set up to run just before the main podcatcher runs. Each script reads the, the feed in question and writes a corrected version to a place that's visible to the Apache web server running on, on my server. And then the podcatcher configuration file points to this corrected feed up on the, the server uh, rather than the original. And when the database backend bit runs, it looks at the same place. So what I'm working with is a fixed feed. So I wanted now to just walk you through the two scripts that I've written to uh, to fix this. Um, the first one is relating to the Mintcast problem, and it's called Mintcast Fix. Um, there's a, there are there's a Perl script. This is a Perl script which manipulates the feed and saves the results, as I've said. The full script, if you're interested in it, is available on Gitorius. Um, and there's a link to it in my show notes. But um, assuming there's also a link to the the script, uh, a, a, an HTML version of this script, so that you can view it as I tell you about it, should you be so interested. Um, and so I'm going to try and explain what the script actually does. It uses two Perl modules called LWP Simple and XML RSS. LWP Simple is a generic generic module for shifting HTTP data around. In fact it uses multiple protocols. I've forgotten what LWP stands for now. I think it's uh, web protocol something. I can't remember. Um, anyway, it's the thing that actually pulls down the, the contents of the feed from Mint, the Mintcast site in this case. And the second one parses the RSS data, which is an XML variant. So the script contains reference to the mintcast org feed, which is stored in a variable called $URL, and uh, the name of the file to which to the, the modified version will be written. This is called $feed file. Now the next thing it does is to create an XML RSS object which will be used to parse the feed. The URL is downloaded using LWP Simple's get method and uh, if this fails the script aborts. And it's then parsed with the uh, XML RSS parse method. Now this I'm using this because it's one of the few Perl modules that's able to handle uh, RSS with multiple enclosures. I think there is another one, um, but in the main, the, these parsers don't like it. They don't like multiple enclosures because it's not not the intended structure. Although there's nothing in the RSS standard that prevents it, but it's not the way it was intended to be used. Um, and this is why people dislike RSS, I suspect, because it's it's not very well defined. Now, an RSS feed. If you go and if you look at the Mint the Mintcast feed that I've that I mentioned earlier. It contains 
um, a nested structure which starts off with an RSS container which inside that is an, a channel container which defines the whole the parameters of the feed and then inside there are multiple items and each item can contain uh, an enclosure so in in the case of a podcast then there will be enclosures per item other sorts of feeds not necessarily um, so what we do in the script is to iterate through all of the items which are presented as an array by the uh, by the module and um, we just walk through this and uh, and process it in this particular script we because for some reason or other the WordPress system generates a uh, doesn't generate an author entry um, this particular script goes and pokes one into it so what's actually being done here is that we're trying to reduce multiple enclosures down to a single enclosure and we're working on the assumption that the the multiple enclosures are all the same which when you look at the example you'll see is the case so all the script actually does is it um, it goes to an item and then it iterates through the array of enclosures and the first one that it finds containing uh, a type of audio slash og it simply saves that into the the structure and stops the iteration. The reason this was done was because it was written for the case where you might have mp3s embedded in there as well. Um, so you could just take the first one off the off the array in fact. So what's actually being done here is that the structure that was part that was created by parsing is being edited in place so once that's been done for every item in the feed the feed is simply written out uh, into the feed file and that's all that's all there is the Perl might look a little more complicated than that um, the way in which this is being done is not ideal I guess the way that the XML RSS module presents the data that it parses is it just gives you access to a, a, a structure, a Perl structure, which mirrors the the RSS structure. So you've got things like um, an array of items, each of which can contain an array of enclosures. So it's a, it's a complex nested structure. A lot of modules wouldn't work this way. They would use accessors which would give you more elegant and simple access to it. Um, in the show notes, I won't go through this in the, just now, but in the show notes there's an attempt to explain a bit about the way that Perl uh, represents arrays of, of arrays of arrays within structures like this. Um, it is, it's not a pleasant thing to look at, I have to admit, but I doubt whether there are many languages which should be able to do this in a in a more elegant way. I think it's more down to the the author of the the module. Um, anyway, so that's pretty much all there is to say about the the Mintcast one. Uh, 
If we look now at the pod delusion case, it uses the same the same method. It uh, uses the same modules, um, and uh, a lot of a lot of what it does is, is similar to the the uh, Mintcast one. The difference is that in this particular case we're generating two XML RSS objects because the transmutation of one to the other is more complex. We need to read, read, parse the incoming feed into one structure and then generate a new structure to write out again. So there are two, two, two objects created, RSS in and RSS out. Again we download the feed using the LWP simple and then we parse it as, as before with the proviso that we allow multiple enclosures. We've still got a multiple enclosure issue here. Now there's a variable here called channel, dollar channel, which is a reference to the channel element of the feed. Remember I mentioned this in relation to the mintcast feed. This is the outermost layer of the feed structure which holds everything, the attributes which define the, the feed. In, as a whole. This is things like the title, the link, the description, some of which are mandatory. Those three are mandatory in fact. So what we do is to copy the the title, the link, the pub date and the description from the input channel to the the output one. Then there's another loop as before which is walking through the items of the incoming feed but the the difference here is that for every enclosure found in the input feed a new item is generated in the output feed the new item that we're creating is initialized with the attributes taken from the input feed and has the enclosure added to it so the result is that every enclosure when we've got multiple enclosures ends up in its own item which may be a duplicate of the previous item uh, and that happens if the in input item contains multiple enclosures. So the final step then is to write the newly created RSS out to the, uh, the required file as before and then the script's done. So what we've done then is to, to um, deduplicate the enclosures making multiple items containing them. You wouldn't actually want to publish such a thing, but it's it's fine for my purposes. So this this works fine. This all this is all working as I as I would have wished. It's um it shows that parsing an RSS feed into a database in the way that I've been doing things is a lot more difficult than than you'd expect. It's it's a lot more error prone. Um, and as I said earlier, this, in my impression anyway, is is down to the fact that uh, RSS is not a well-defined standard. And people interpret the standard in different ways and produce stuff that, that various um, packages don't like. So I've finished off the, the show notes with a pointer to uh, a nice tutorial on uh, RSS 
what it's all about and what the various fields are in case you want to dig into that more deeply and um, there are there are various links to the the scripts in a, a readable form an HTML form for you to to look at so that's it <music>